You are listening to Danny on What The Heck Podcast. This is the place where I share my experience, knowledge and skills. Yeah, I'm going to get you to introduce yourself because I always get people's names wrong. So you are? Rebecca Davison. Well Thanks done. Thanks for having me, Danny. It's great to be here. Uh, good. Now we're going to get straight into it. We don't muck around. We've got 12 questions which have been scrutinised by our judges. I'm going to... <laughs> See how you answer, and then we're going to ask you who you are and what you do. So, um, oh, a nice, simple one straight away. What is your favourite book to read? Oh, I'm a big reader, so that's actually quite a hard question for me. Um, two books actually spring to mind, though. I yeah. loved the book The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, which is about the shepherd that goes on a, a spiritual journey, essentially. And um, it's you know it's quite well known, The Alchemist. So if you haven't read it, make sure you do. The other one that I have read multiple times and I do love a book that you go back to and read again and again and again because you pick up different information is the book The Road Less Travelled and that is actually by a psychiatrist called uh, M. Scott Peck who's written quite a few books after that but that's probably his most well-known and that's you know the first sentence in the book is life is difficult (laughs) so and then obviously he helps us to unpack how you can navigate through life and take the road less traveled, which brings you more fulfillment and happiness. So yeah, those be my top two off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, cool. well, actually, most people don't believe me when I say it, but I've never read a book in my life. Wow. But I and bet you absorb it. information like crazy though, right? Yeah. Well, I've discovered learning as I've got older and I love learning stuff and mm-hmm. audio books is where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, interesting enough, I uh, went to a, a group called the speakers group, and they had a uh, people can do readings, mm-hmm. and this guy was doing Mister oh, Mister oh, uh, the Pooh. What are they call Winnie the Pooh. Oh yes, yes, one of my and, favorites. Oh, he was so he read it so you know animated, and he, yeah. we were also quiet, quiet, and he was like mesmerized. Uh, we were mesmerized by him doing it. That he yeah. thought we weren't interested in what he was saying because, but he was yeah. just doing so well. Wow, he's a good storyteller. Because Winnie the Pooh, too, you have to do all the voices. Did he do yes. the voices? He must have. Yeah. So, of course, you'd be listening very intently because um, that's part of the process of the pleasure, especially of a book like that. <laughs> that was brilliant. I was thinking he should film it and do children's reading. Yes. Really yes, good. Absolutely. Yeah, that's quite good. Okay. So, if you had if you had a warning label, label, sorry, mm. if you had a warning label, what would it say? What would yours say? Oh. Um, it would probably say something like fragile, like a bomb, not like a flower. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like I'm a Scorpio, so I can, you know, and I, I actually have a quite slow to burn kind of, um, you know, I can take quite a bit of punishment, but when I get to that point where I'm like, enough's enough, you know, I can be like, absolutely. That's it. We're done. Enough right. BS. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You can stand up for yourself. That's what it sounds like to me. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so do you like or dislike surprises and uh, why or why not? I think the answer that everybody would say to that, if it's a good surprise, if it involves like flowers and, you know, some kind of celebration and something awesome, but if it's yeah. a surprise that's not so good, um yeah, I would. Pr- I probably would err towards more 
not surprises you know like I would um, it would be my definition of horrifying to be like in a surprise party because I would not like to be the center of attention (laughs) I would be like oh you know it's too many people looking at me all at once so yeah being an introvert right I'm just like oh yeah Yeah. it's too much we had a good discussion about that Uh, Mm -hmm. often people think I'm an extrovert but I'm actually an introvert being extroverted Mm -hmm. yes that makes sense my, my ex-wife uh, surprised me one day. She got a mate to pick me up in a sports car and he drove like an idiot in the country. Oh. And we finished up going to a place where they let you drive tanks mm-hmm. over parked cars. Oh, and that wow. Was surprise. So it was sort of a terrifying experience until I got behind the tank and then drove over a car. Oh, wow. It sounds like yeah. fun, though, because, you know, you're in control of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, 55-ton tank was just like me. It was pretty cool. <laughs> All right, go to question number whatever it is. Four, I said, what three items would you take uh, with you on a desert island? Oh, I've thought about this before, you know, and I've always thought, like, what is the food that you would be able to eat? And I know this sounds really weird, but it would be <laughs> soup and salad. <laughs> soup and salad so those would obviously be in my suitcase I could take all the different types of soups and all the different types of salad because of course you're just going to extrapolate it out um what else obviously there would be some books it would have to be a book as opposed to a kindle because presumably you know unless you knew how to rig up some electricity so some books um probably some sunscreen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I was just thinking, what else would you need if you had food and something to read? Oh, yeah, maybe, but you know, like sleeping out amongst the stars is good too, right? Yeah, I think um, I think the fact that it was a deserted island means it's more a bit of yeah, a, yeah, there's nothing there. Done, okay, yeah. oh well, yeah, that's all right. So, sun three would be a definite, yeah. All righty, um, um, that's a good word to use. What more are you wanting out of your business right now? You just previously said you've been quite busy at the moment, so that's good. But yeah, um, what would I want for my business right now? Um, I it's a funny question because I'm always I'm very much in the present moment, so I'm always grateful for what I have created. Maybe um, maybe a little bit more. Um, structure in regards to what's going to unfold next like I've just done a little bit of training overseas which is actually all about changing my business model which is um, definitely outside of my comfort zone so I probably need a little bit of um, just guidance support somebody to hold a little bit of space for me as I step into that because it's going to definitely be a game changer and um, the irony being is all the pieces are all right in front of me. I just needed somebody else to come in and help me to connect the dots. So probably a little bit of hand-holding in regards to actually getting to the to the end result and having it all in place. But, yeah, right. you know, well on my way to do that. So that's exciting. Uh, I think we're all reinventing ourselves at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. One thing, you know, like I've been doing my business full time for eight years and I think I've definitely carried some of that. Like you have to work really hard. We were talking about that just before, right, about getting the balance right. And I'm really looking now to create more time in my business to do other projects like write a book, etc. And um, yeah, learning how to create that space and be disciplined with yourself to be able to create it. So just going through that transition at the moment. Yeah, I want the first book that I ever read to actually be the one I've wrote. 
Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. I like it. That's a good goal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I write a book about dyslexic, whether it's dyslexic, people will read it, so it probably won't be very successful. Okay. Aside from necessities, what's one thing that you could not go a day without? Coffee. Uh, yeah. I asked a question. I said, except coffee. Oh, oh really? <laughs> okay. Um, oxygen, probably. Um, yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. You know, like I love to live in the energy of inspiration. I'm always asking questions of my own intuition to get inspire inspiration or inspiring ideas that I can implement to be of service to other people. So, yeah, inspiration That's and coffee. Cool. I really like that answer. Yeah. That's good. Uh, do you have a coffee machine at home? Yes, I do. Yeah, my parents gave it to me, so I'll blame them for my addiction. <laughs> yeah, I get two, actually. We both moved in, and um, it was a debate what one was better. Oh, what'd you come up with? What'd you come up well, with? Well, it's funny enough. I've got a, I had a, like a one-touch uh, cappuccino machine, and uh -huh. you put everything in it, and, and it's pretty yeah. cool. It's a solid machine. It was three times the price of the one that we finished up making the decision on. And I think, I think it's a breville, and it's just uh, growing your own with the – that's and what I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do love it. It's good. Mm. I think the technology is a lot better now, but no, I'm really impressed with it, actually. And we've actually um, just moved, because we've gone plant-based eaters mm -hmm. since the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. and we're using oat milk. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I use yeah. almond milk myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's really interesting. So it tastes, I was quite impressed by it, actually. So we just, we, the whole year's been trying new different things, really. <laughs> it's awesome, yeah. Plant-based diet's definitely the way to go. Yeah, no, I'm quite, I haven't missed it at all, um, all the other stuff. Okay, what about school? What was your favourite subject? Oh, crumbs. This is so funny because I was literally thinking about this the other day. Uh, philosophy slash classics. So, you know, oh. studying Aristotle and Socrates and, um, you know, the gods and asking all those questions about what it means to be pious or a good person, you know. So, yeah, and I, I probably liked that subject because it was actually taken by our headmistress and it was the only opportunity to really have a debate with her. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Was she a Greek goddess or something? Well, yes, I could attribute those qualities to her if I was looking kindly. I've been to I've probably the worst person. I've been to Greece and gone through all the ruins and mm -hmm. I've probably missed a whole lot of opportunity there of learning about history. Yeah, I loved it. I just yeah, I just loved the you know, to because Socrates was the person who said an unexamined life is not worth living, or is it Aristotle? Anyway, one of them. But you know, and which is my work. It's all about self-inquiry, getting to know yourself. So mm -hmm. it lines up perfectly. Good stuff. What's the craziest thing you've ever done talking about life? Oh, crumbs. What's the craziest thing that I've ever done? Um I don't know what your definition of crazy is. I have never jumped out of a plane or done a bungee jump. I don't think I would ever be able to do that. Um, crazy. I lived in a van for six months when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Travelled cool. across the United States with my oh, boyfriend. Oh, that's amazing. Alone. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. So I guess I don't know if that's crazy, though, but um, it might be to other people. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I hitchhiked through the Middle East. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's up here. <laughs> oh, man. 
you get picked up by all sorts of people. They'd, they'd be really nice to you, and they'd say, um, "And whereabouts are you from?" And you'd say, oh, "I'm a New Zealander." And, mm-hmm. and are you religious? And you'd, you wouldn't say no, but you'd say, oh, "I'm a Christian." Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to one guy, "What if I was an American and I went religious?" And he said, "Are you?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> He was like, dressed up in a suit. He was really going to get at me. And I said, no, I'm just interested. Is that bad? And, yeah. 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 But America wasn't far from it because we got near New Orleans. Oh, and that yeah. was a pretty rough area. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's, you know, there's definitely, you can feel it in America too, you know, like in some states it's really palpable. You can feel um, tension, sometimes animosity. You know, even if you're in San Francisco and you walk a couple of blocks, you see a great contrast in regards to people living on the street and then all the people from Silicon Valley who work in the city. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's it's interesting country. And, you know, even that was 20 plus years ago as well. So, yeah, I'm sure it's very different now too. I'm not sure if I would do it now. We did no, it with a lot of innocence. <laughs> yeah, um, I just, at Christmas time, went to Bangladesh, India, and China. Mm-hmm. And Bangladesh is a massive country. And But everywhere I travel in Bangladesh, the people are all about the same. But now you talked about the United States. Mm-hmm. You're definitely right. There's, you know, it's, it's like blocks of different people. Yeah, it's yeah. And cool. in every state has very different identities. So, yeah, United States, right? <laughs> Cool. So um, you work for yourself, so you haven't really got a job. But the question is, what's the biggest complaint about your job? <laughs> oh, well, I, I I don't know if it's a complaint. It's probably a positive that I don't have one. <laughs> you know, my last job was in banking. And, yeah, that was quite a few moons ago now. So um, yeah, but my biggest complaint, <laughs> sorry, what was that? Make it a complaint about your last job. Yes, I was just thinking back to that. Um was I was mismatched in my value proposition. I thought there was something wrong with me, but I didn't realize that it was just my values. You know, the values of what I was doing wasn't aligned with me personally. So figuring that out and then having the courage to leave and go and do something that was a value match exponentially increased my happiness. So, you know, it was just such a relief to go, there's nothing wrong with me. I just have different values from what I've actually chosen here. And then before you can go and change it. <laughs> I think that when you're in that situation and you do look back, you, you're amazed that you actually did it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, yeah. Why, did I, why did I leave it so long? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, what was your first job? We've got two more to go after that. First mm-hmm. job. Oh, my first ever job was working in my dad's wool shed as a rousey, which was sorting wool. So, yeah, I grew up on a farm. So, you know, and it was, um, it wasn't back breaking, but it was very hard work on the buttocks. If you know anything about wool sheds, um, it wasn't a raised stand, which meant that you had to crouch down like on your, you know. And you did that most of the day, up and down, up and down, up and down. And the next day when you got out of bed to, you know, and your muscles would be really tight and sore. So you would be walking like you had plank legs. Yeah, Yeah. it was hard work, but that was my very first job. Cool. And what happens if you cross a sheep with a kangaroo? I don't know. (laughs) Get a woolly jumper. That's a dad joke. I got told the other day, I tell dad jokes and I'm going, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's good though. I like it. I knew it was going to be something like that. Oh, and it's fitting with the next question, second to last, what makes you laugh the most? 
dead jokes. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a dead joke. I do like a dead joke for sure. Simple jokes you don't have to think about. Yeah, exactly. Nothing too complicated. Sometimes I'm definitely the person who's like, everybody's laughing and I'm like, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm not sure if I get it. All right. Have a go answering this one. It's not complicated. Can be. Who is your hero? Oh, lots of people come to mind, actually. Um, my dad, obviously, because, you know, he was uh, a huge role model for me in terms of the fact that he, you know, he overcame fear a lot to create freedom for himself. Three small children, you know, went over to a property and replumbed, rewired, redecorated, um, painted it, you know, he and while running a farm and having three small children, I thought that was really courageous. So he was really the person who gave me permission to live my dreams. So he's definitely my hero. Can you fix things with number eight one? Um, I'm not so good at it, but he was amazing. I used to call him MacGyver for that reason. He's the yeah. only person, I've got a very steep driveway and I'm, he's the only person I've ever seen successfully back a trailer up the driveway. Good like that. Mm. Well, you've done well. You've answered my 12 questions and hopefully you're nice okay. relaxed. And this, this is the part where we sort of um, ask for people who are curious who you are and what you actually do. Uh, so who am I? I'm an intuition coach. So I actually help people shift out of fear and scarcity and into freedom, pleasure and abundance, which are my values. Uh, and a lot of people share those values by activating your intuition. So which is really about learning how to find the truth for you inside of yourself. And we do that, of course, through self-inquiry. So learning what it takes to get to know yourself really well so you can actually make choices that line up with your values because that's what's going to make you happy. You know, mind, your thoughts, your body and your spirit when it's all lined up and you're actually thinking thoughts that serve you and taking actions that serve you and, and the behaviours that serve you. That's when you're going to live your best life and that's when you're going to experience more happiness. So helping people to get lined up or come into alignment as we might say some people might know it as um you know because some people like oh what's intuition because it can be a little bit intangible so you might say i'm a spiritual coach i help people to connect in with something higher than themselves we do a lot of energy work as such you know you can't change what's happened in the past but you can definitely raise the vibration so you don't feel bad about it anymore so i do a lot of that work and helping people to let go of old traumas, etc., maybe old beliefs. Um, definitely help people a lot around money. And because we all have um, uh, limitations when it comes to money, you can get to another level of success in your money and then you want to go to the next level. So often mm. you have to go all up, you know, letting go of where you think people think that you're greedy or that, um, that it's going to take you away from your family or things like that. So helping people to recalibrate, right, energetically to come into alignment with what it is that they wish to create. So it's a lot of fun. It's very diverse and it's, it's coming online more and more. People are realizing that, you know, you didn't get left on the planet without any clues, right? You didn't get dropped off to be punished, right? Like there's more to life and it is inside of you, <laughs> which is the last place where people look. <laughs> I think uh, when you're talking, it's like a flower that hasn't blossomed yet. You haven't uh, discovered the real you or, or stuff like that. 
I mean, yeah. I, I was brought up in an incredibly religious family, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of like people used to say, oh, you've got a chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And kind of like you feel like you really have sometimes because every you go back to that point in your life where you had a big change, but you, and I can't remember stuff mm-hmm. you know before that point because of this big point here, something I haven't ever dealt with, or yeah. it's just something I you know. And it's um, I think a lot of people have some big issue in their life, but then you know, I was it's twenty seven years ago I got out of this religion, mm-hmm. and it still affects my life. So I've been out of it. For more than I've been in it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's yeah. and it's very much um it comes back to often the emotions that we have about it, you know, because you mm. can't change what's happened, but and it's part of your story, but you don't want to let the feelings that you have around it to kind of rule the choices that you're making in the present moment. And this often happens, right? We go, you know. Am I good enough to be able to go and take that action step to put myself out there to be in service to other people? You know, this Mm. is one of the things that I help a lot of coaches with is stepping out and that comes with making themselves visible. And you would know, Danny, what this is like when you first started making videos or doing podcasts and things like that. There can be naturally fear that comes up in regards to being judged by other people or perceived in a negative light and that can literally stop us from taking those actions least of all being reinforced from something else that's kind of in your subconscious that's running energy which isn't supporting you to move forward so it's all really about knowing that you have everything to unravel what you need to unravel so you can get free so you can move forward and there's nothing as amazing as you know, that feeling of freedom that comes where you go, oh, I used to have that feeling of resistance and yeah. now it's gone. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Now, I did listen to you recently on the radio. So are you regularly on there or is it that, uh, yeah. how often are you on the radio? Yeah, I uh, I do a radio show called the Find Your Bliss Radio Show on Plains FM at nine o'clock every Thursday morning. But there's also a podcast from that as well called Find Your Bliss. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. How do we find you and how do we, uh, what's your website address? So website is www.rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Davison, which is D-A-V-I-S-O-N dot life. Um, you can find my blog there. You can find YouTube channel. You can find um, information there in regards to, you know, free meditation in regards to how to activate your intuition and bring in your future self, because that's what we always want to experience, the future version of ourselves. But how do we do that now? <laughs> so there's an opportunity to go ahead and start tuning in to what you want to experience, which is super fun. I think there's been a big shift lately with COVID and going into lockdown. People are now quite willing to get in front of a screen mm. and, and do a course, a bit of personal development online, you know, and I think, you know, yeah. and it's a, it can be more of a personal thing because you don't have to, you know, you can just watch it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Yeah, a lot of the people who come and see me as well, you know, they they feel the work and then they they come and see me and it's all based on knowing that there's something more. So often they'll be in front of me and they'll be like, you know, I just felt drawn to speak to you. And they often don't tell other people what they're doing because um, they can feel, they can be afraid of being judged or thinking, people thinking that they're a bit woo-woo or out there. But we all have intuition, right? Some people might call it a gut instinct 
or I just knew, or I had a vibe or a hunch, you know, the language around it doesn't really matter. What matters is how you're listening because it's actually to your benefit. And if you use your intuition in your business, you can get exponential results really quickly because you're not going through all the filter of the mind. You're actually going to a, a part of you that knows the truth in regards to what's good. So yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting work. I want to see the energy. I can see your passion, and um, I'm sure people um, they want to contact you. They know how to. I'll, I'll have notes on the bottom of this, so people can go down to the bottom and and find your website address and the radio show that you're on. Awesome. So thank you very much, Rebecca. Uh, nice you to come along, um, and um, we look forward to seeing you popping up on somebody else's screen soon. I hope. Thank you. It's a pleasure.